This is a honky-tonk man, the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. Hey, everybody, this is Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man. You are listening to... And you're listening to The Wrestler Review. Priceless. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope that you're ready to make your wife cry, because we are entering in the, I assume, what Liz refers to as the, oh, and that's when our marriage just became about me living in a closet time of our... <laughs> you can really tell, and I'm not blaming Vince McMahon for this, because it was going to happen anyway, but you can really tell that Elizabeth... Uh, separated from the Macho Man in storyline, and she was off the road for a bit, and then she thought to herself, "Huh, no one's uh, no one's yelling at me for under, over, or at all cooking the eggs. I like this." Mm. <laughs> it was like Randy Poffo, I'm gonna boffo. Say what you want about my re- my relationship with Lex Luger. Oh, sure, I died of vodka and pills but i died quietly which is how i really wanted to go out <laughs> i will say this there's a moment i want in you to say WWE it. no one was gonna stop doctor- you from saying it. no i just mean that's what that's what my catchphrase is now oh. i'm gonna say this now i'm hard uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh like more of that please right oh lex luger is like oh yeah you can't, because he's like straight from Minnesota, and that's really coming out now that he's no longer on steroids or anything. And he's like, "Oh yeah, you can't." Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a lot of sharks in the dressing room, so I don't even hold it against Randy what he did. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, because you were one of the guys, I yeah. guess. Yours was the only one that works." There's a lot of very funny things in this episode, just like little tidbits that are very funny. Oh my god! First of all, the fact that they put okay, so. To bring you guys up to speed, the macho man, Randy Savage, right. he's still a, a bad boy in the WWF. He's just lost his belty wilty to uh, the dragon Richard Steamboat. Um, then now, Dylan, uh, on the um, connection, I can hear some sort of truck backing up. I don't know if that's actually on the episode. Uh, they put him in a program uh, to become the king of the ring and then put him in a program with the king of wrestling, Harley Race. I have always been fascinated by Harley Race's WWF run because this is how he came into the WWF. He got a gun and he drove to the WWF show when they were in St. Louis and he tried to shoot a bunch of people uh, because they were taking away money from his fake fights. And Hulk Hogan apparently uh, found out while he was taking a shit and went to confront him and Harley Race asked for a job. Uh, another st- <laughs> who's still the best thing who's about ver- wrestling is someone's always taking a shit and then they do business. <laughs> now that I, now that, now that <laughs> all that true. chow mains yeah. out of my body, I was a, let's talk cheese. Uh, that's why Vince McMahon <laughs> loves farting so much because he loves he associates flatulence with getting a deal done. <laughs> He's probably like ha 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 ha. Yeah. It's ridiculous, yeah. Let that out of your body. Uh, How can you? I haven't farted in 70 years. That's not true. That, that is 100% time as not true. Jim Ross tells one of the weirdest stories ever, which was his first road trip with Vince McMahon. They got into a Cadillac. Vince McMahon turned, put on an ACDC cassette, turned it up full blast, closed all the windows, and just farted the entire road trip. No talking. <laughs> Give me more. That's of, fantastic. Yeah. Hi, I'm a billionaire. <laughs> 
There's nothing bad about Vince McMahon sometimes. But sometimes <laughs> everything's bad. Everything's bad. Yeah, no, there's it's there's no gray area. You're either like not only do I not only do I love this, I love everything about it. Um so um Harley Race also he's the by perfect the way because he's like he's just like one of those guys who's like Oh, Uncle Vince is fun for five minutes, and then, of course, the dark side happens. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, there's the crime. the dark side, though. Um, <laughs> so, uh, the Harley Race and um, Macho Man uh, Randy Savage, at this point, it was basically they did a heel-heel program, which is very rare. A uh, rare. For some reason, I went rare. Yeah, uh, at this rare. time, but they did it to check and see if uh, Macho Man would work as a babyface. Now, keep in mind they never wanted to put him as a babyface, um, which doesn't make any sense because they presented him as this flashy, cool, fucking dude with this hot lady that always seemed to be in jeopardy. Um, like he was everything that a babyface should be, minus being named Hulk Hogan. Like, like it's it fucking astounds me. So they set it all up, and. The Macho Man turns face. They put him in a program to get the uh, Intercontinental title back. Back from Honky Tonk Man. Dylan Gott. Do, does he get that belt back? Uh, the Honky Tonk Man. Ooh, baby. Wayne Ferris? This guy can keep a title. He's also... Here's why I like about the Honky Tonk Man. Is that Randy Savage was very comfortable with Honky Tonk Man and Liz being friends. Which must be the most fun way you find out someone thinks you're ugly. <laughs> like, like Steamboat, oh, yeah. this guy brings his wife and kids on the road. He's still trying to fuck Liz. Oh, this this mailbox with a shitty haircut won't have sex with my wife. Look how big his face is. The potatoes. He has the biggest face and the smallest head. I don't know how your face is bigger than your head somehow. It's great. Yo, it's like you put my face on a baby. Uh, That's how small and big his head is. Very good stuff. Yeah, that is exactly what he is. A baby's face on your body is the honky tonk man. Oh, and also make sure that your personality is that of an ashtray. Honky tonk man. Yes. (laughs) Like we said this before, but I think it's been long enough. I can say it again. Is that honky tonk man was the first wrestler to find out. Like, wait a minute. You do a shooter review, all you got to do is do an impression of a guy that just had a stroke and you'll give me a hundred dollars? I'll do every goddamn website you have. Holy fuck. Like, <laughs> he just does nine hour shoot interviews where he gives up no information about anything because everything's just made up. Oh, it's the best. And never fucking yeah. forget um, that uh, Oh, 9/11. my point is just falling right out of my fucking head. Piss on my fucking no dick. No worries, man. Sometimes when you say never forget, I just say 9-11. We can just move <laughs> on, all right? Never forget. A lot of 9/11. people died that day, John. 9-11, man. Yeah. Never forget. Never forget that it was an inside job. I do really <laughs> I do really like Honky Tonk Man shoot interviews. Oh, that's what it was. Like, that, that w- oh, how was I working with Kamala? Oh, did you know the original version of Kamala was just Ron Simmons and Butch Reed, but they were in one big trench coat? Is that true? Sure. I remembered my... Never forget that. Wayne Ferris, the Honky Tonk Man, and Jerry Lawler, cousins. Know what that means? Honky Tonk Man can say, 
Oh, sure, I've made fun of a man for having a stroke, but I've never fucked kids. Just to, just to clarify, shoot interview, Honky Tonk Man does an impression of Bret Hart after he's had a stroke. So, I don't feel bad about anything I say about anybody. I feel good about it. On this show. <laughs> I feel really hard about oh, it. Oh, I feel like a dirty... Ho, ho, ho. That's me. Just to pat ourselves on the back, though, we are at least two people who do a wrestling podcast, and we're not trying to be journalists... We're just some dorks saying rude things. Yeah. I'm doing the, I would say, if anything, I'm the opposite of journalism. The op- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We don't take, we, yeah, even just the word journal we don't do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, I need a podcast that's like the alt-right, but is just about funny, stupid, fake sports. Get me the wrestler review. <laughs> Please don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. John's is totally this, an incel. Hello, is this Gavin McInnes if it was only about cum jokes? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but this is the, uh, of course, the seeds of, I mean, we said the Andre double referee thing a while back was the best feud in wrestling history, and we might have been wrong. No, we were, as we all know, if, especially if you're a Patreon subscriber, the best feud ever is Vince McMahon versus Martha Hart. We cover it this month. Yep, and that's coming up soon. <laughs> yeah. We will cover God, it in May. God damn it, why the fuck did I say that, and why the fuck did we fucking make the fucking vote? I fucking hate everybody. It won by one vote. I know it did. It won by one vote. So if you pay $5, you're going you're gonna to hear us. Cry. I guess talk about that. You're going to hear me cry about a wrestler I love dearly <laughs> and his poor wife. <laughs> uh, here's a oh, and also here's a preview of that episode just quickly before we move on. Yes, I know yeah, that Owen died, but he would have been able to survive the fall if he was related to me. Your fault, Martha. <laughs> have you ever seen Shane drop off the cell? Yeah. It was easy for him to get up. Yeah. Your Weak blood lost his life. <laughs> Why do you think I make him jump off all those structures? I'm trying to build. Oh no! Oh for sure. Oh for no! Sure. All right, let's get back. To- for sure. Let's get back to something much more wholesome. A man who long-term abused a woman. So the Macho Man and Honky Tonk. Never physically, just psychologically. That's also fine. Yeah. That's also fine. You're also fine with that? Good. Good to know where you stand. So they do a bunch of Smaz finishes to keep uh Randy Savage strong. They really didn't ever think that Savage would be a face. It just kinda laid into their laps, which we all know is the best uh the best type of baby face. hundred percent. So and again, I I made this point two to forty five seconds ago. How they never fucking saw that this guy was going to be fucking huge, I'll never know. Because, of course he is. A fucking course he is. Look at him. He's a muscular. Well, just also, ba- he's a muscular, cool dude in a tie dyed shirt with a hot babe, just going. Um, I got a lasagna pie in my car, and I'm gonna bake it with my dick. <laughs> well, it's also like his interviews are super funny. Um, he always has like weird props he brings into interviews. Like when he comes in to the Steamboat pre WrestleMania three interview, just with the tiniest cup of coffee, saying that Steamboat's cup of coffee is done in the big time. Clearly, that like it's it's all great, and also he's the only guy really at this point who's using like top rope moves. 
not even just as a finisher, just using top rope moves. You know what I mean? Like, is he like a bad character? Like, not bad character, but I mean, you know what I mean? Like, is he an evil character? Yeah, they're portraying him that way, but there's just way too much to sink your teeth into. It's like, you oddly, it's a, it's a lot like um, how ECW turned Rob Van Dam babyface, which was basically like, I mean, yeah, he's never going to change who he is, really, but like, look at look at how cool the things this guy are, are doing for the time. And still, like you talked about in the first episode, the top, el- top rope elbow is like the cleanest top rope finisher ever, I think. Like, even Steamboat's... One of his finishers was the like uh, cross body off the top, and it never like looked good. Like it never looked crisp, because it was just like a a guy on steroids catches him and he falls back. Like you know, he tripped over himself at a softball game because he was too drunk. Whereas Savage every single time landed that elbow perfectly. So it's pretty hard to understand. But I mean, <laughs> this McMahon was in. A cocaine mania, I'm assuming, for these three years where he's like yelling at his dad's grave, like, Get back to life, yeah. you stupid fuck. Hey, hey, so I can tell hey, you how much bigger I am. I got coins. <laughs> you like playing with coins? I got them. Remember Toots, mom? It's bigger. You remember Toots? Mine's bigger. <laughs> I got a skull. <laughs> I smashed it with a hammer, dad. <laughs> And I snorted it. That probably happens off camera. That I guarantee he that probably drinks out of Toots Mondet's skull. <laughs> <laughs> <For sure. laughs> nothing about nothing about you that. I don't like carnate. You <laughs> dirty fuck. So uh, they do a big angle where the Heart Foundation causes a DQ, so Honky keeps the title. Heart Foundation and Honky Tonk Man are beating down Macho Man, and there's a really big moment. Uh, where Elizabeth tries to get in the way of and help the Macho Man, obviously, so Honky Tonk Man doesn't get hit with the... Or sorry, Savage doesn't get hit with a guitar while the Heart Foundation are holding him, and he pushes over Miss Elizabeth. And this is a very, very... Um, this is a big moment because this caused a lot of controversy, even though... Because it was violent against women, even though it's... If you look at movies, it's pretty run-of-the-mill. Oh, wow. You know? Oh, good. What a great turn the episode's taking. Dylan's now defending w- uh, wife beaters. Er, write it down, everyone. The day the podcast Honestly, ended. I think Honky was the baby face. <laughs> oh, no. I don't see how you cannot cheer that guy. I agree. He, wears- he likes Elvis. Andy pushes women. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah, here's what I have to say about women. So. <laughs> They're not people. Go um, ahead, Dylan. But NBC wasn't sure about this, and it's weird because, like... Shocking. It really drives home when you watch this old stuff, like, how how outdated the Miss Elizabeth character is, where it's like, oh, the 80s, a time of fem- strong female characters started to take off. Well, not this lady. If she gets touched, she explodes. <laughs> like, she's just going, no, please, ah, <laughs> like, that's the whole thing she ever does. Yeah, never forget. The only way she can stand up for herself is like, look at my tats. Like, that's the only thing she can do. Yeah, never forget that time in wrestling when um, <coughs> if you coughed on a woman, her husband beat you up and made her sit in a closet. IRL. 
it what was also amazing okay so now honky tonk man just from his perspective by the way was uh he didn't say no i'm not dropping the belt he was upset that dick ebersol was obsessed with macho man randy savage and miss elizabeth and went through the rehearsal and planning of their saturday night main events match which is where he was supposed to drop the belt more than he went through it with ah! honky tonk man so honky tonk man said i'm not dropping the belt what that means is Honky Tonk Man's a fucking liar. The plan was never for him to drop the belt. There's no way that Vince McMahon would go, oh, well, Jerry the King Lawler's cousin won't drop the Intercontinental belt. There's no way to get the belt off of him. I know. We'll just make Macho Man Randy Savage the champion. That's a better compromise. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a weird story. Like, well, this guy, we see him as an Intercontinental champion, but I guess he's the world champion now. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't totally that they were planning. They were needing a way to get um the belt on someone else so they went with macho man who is essentially like he's hogan but a different version and the one thing that like vince gets stuck in these fucking eras so you could see that they were totally just trying to remake him into hulk hogan instead of the hulkamania you had the macho madness and it's just fucking ridiculous yeah but i mean it all works out for the best because he really is like he's he's the how would you want to say like obviously hogan this is going to sound lazy now that i've taken so much time about it but like obviously austin uh hogan and then rock is macho where you can legitimately there's two baby faces at the top of the card but you can legitimately watch the program and be more of a fan of one of the baby faces you know yeah absolutely so because that was a thing it was a pr- and i was like obviously barely lucid for this time because i was three but wait what you weren't uh, watching wrestling at three i thought you were straight i was i had a i had a uh what a we would call now a blog but was then uh shitting my pants and going "Ooh, i like sitting in it um <laughs> but you could watch the show and be like oh i like macho man better than i like hogan especially if you're an older viewer because macho man had some edge because it was like yeah, this guy's nuts. <laughs> He's just so clearly nuts. Like, even the way he did, oh, yeah. the way he would attack someone from behind was so great. Because he would just, like, sneak up on them and then do that little run. Oh, yeah. Axe handle. Oh, you know what? Everything you had fuck- such Also, it, uh, what I also liked is what Macho Man portrayed his street clothes being was fucking crazy. <laughs> what was like, it? Like, a, a leather onesie with a gold belt and just gold shoes. And then giant sunglasses <laughs> and a cowboy hat. Like, this is the thing that I loved about wrestling in the Attitude Era is you saw them like, oh, they're just dressed in regular clothes. But this is something that I also that you missed from the 80s, which is they portrayed, especially in the WWF, that wrestlers, like, their regular attire was like a spandex pants, a weightlifting belt, a shirt with their own name on it, and then sunglasses, yes. always. <laughs> They were like a guy who just hangs out at a gym, but also has done lots of psychedelics. Well, that's the that's the weird thing about Macho Man is like both of these dudes are superstar Billy Graham, so it's very falling into what Vince understands, where it's like he sees Macho Man and he's starting to get cheered, and he is one of the best performers in the company. Yes, but there's also that thing to sink into, sink his teeth into, where he also dresses like superstar Billy Graham, like he's right down to like. Being muscular but also balding, like it's the same guy, you know. Yes, the only difference is it's two different aspects of Macho Man or of uh, Superstar Billy Graham. 
Macho Man exactly. is superstar Billy Graham when he's done uh, uh, amyl nitrate at a Miami nightclub and he's looking to prowl. <laughs> and Hulk Hogan is superstar Billy Graham when he's a professional wrestler. Exactly. And this is the weird thing about um, this time in wrestling where it's like, obviously, there's the only way you can do this is if your company is doing extremely well, but they have the A show and the B shows. And Honky Tonk and Randy are headlining the V-shows, so they get, like, a little taste of basically of what it's like if Macho Man is the champion, and the payoffs at B-shows were great. So, obviously, they're like, well, we can go with this guy. And it also, oddly, this episode will also lay out how all they ever thought they needed to do for about 10 years to get wrestling back to WrestleMania three level was just put the title back on Hogan. Like they just didn't understand that like, okay, you got so big that you did a bad movie. Now you're, now you're fucked. Like it, it peaked. You know what I mean? Like now we're on the roller coaster down and wrestling has to progress like that. We can't just have this one steroid cuckold man at the top. How fucking dare you say no Holds Barred is a bad movie. It's good for us. It might be. No, it's the perfect movie. It's the perfect teeny You. It's a fantastic movie. You jockass. <laughs> Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan wrote that movie, and you can tell. This is the craziest thing about it, is that when the people are like, you know, it's very hard to make a movie, evidently, no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all you have to do is have money from a weird other source. Yeah, all you need to do is have money and anyone can make a movie. What do you think porn is? No Holds Barn is porn. <laughs> it's just, it's literally just porn without the fucking. Every single one of those scenes could end in a fuck scene. And it would be much, much better. Yeah. Because then it would just be called No Holds Barn. <laughs> oh, that's what I call weekends, baby. <laughs> New laugh. New laugh. I don't like when you do... Your laughs that aren't your genuine laugh are tremendously bad. <laughs> we reason we mention No Holds Barred is because Hogan took some time Holes off the film, <laughs> and the title is obviously vacated due to the uh, twin referee uh, schmoz, where it's now vacated, and Andre tries to sell it to the Million Dollar Man, uh, a tournament. Yeah. If you if you don't know what I, we're talking about, what the fuck are you doing listening to this show? Yeah, and this is all right. Here's what I want to say: This is everyone thinks this is the best angle in wrestling history, and it might be. It's one of the top angles for sure in wrestling history, as far as storytelling goes. But here's what I'm gonna say: Count the number of shows this takes place over. It's about eight. If this was now, <laughs> this would have been. They would have wrestled. They would have been. Te- partners at wrestlemania and then four weeks later they would have had this matchup back no no no, no. Like, you're even you're worse no 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 they would okay, have let me talk to me it, fuck me with your ears. if it was if it was now macho man would have won the belt okay. at wrestlemania been yep. in a tag team with hulk hogan on raw yep. at greatest royal rumble um they would have had a hell in a cell match but for some reason been facing each other but they're friends and yep. at backlash hulk hogan would have beat macho man randy savage and michael cole would have called it a breakup of the greatest tag team of our uh, age <laughs> exactly oh yeah also by the way everyone go watch greatest royal rumble oh boy those saudis like vince mcmahon is a business genius 
Oh, what's that? Despot dictatorship? You're going to give us how much? Great. House show. Uh, Vince, they want us to promote it. Yeah, it's the greatest Rumble, Royal Rumble. We're getting a house show. But what? 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 They're, they've given us all this money. I said, make them a house show. That's what they did. <laughs> well, that's like, this is actually a weird left turn, but that's what it's like. Uh, this was a famous boxing uh, journalist had this quote where it's like, if you want to know where the next heavy, big heavyweight title is going to take place, just Google <laughs> dictatorships uh, wanting publicity. <laughs> like, it's just... Because, like, look at the 70s. Every Ali fight was like Muhammad Ali versus George Foreman in Idi Amin's house. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, the Rumble in the Jungle. House. Yeah, Robert Mugabe paid them both $5 million each, I think. Yeah. It was either one or $5 million. And, and there's some, like, scary thing where uh, the workers who made the stadium were sleeping in the stadium. So while that great fight is going on, it's just people who've been working for, like, nine weeks straight sleeping on no food like it's like well he, if you if you scrape at the scab uh it starts bleeding you know well, robert mugabe uh, is that even an analogy yeah that was the weirdest analogy ever robert mugabe supposedly brought in all of the thieves from the capital city there you and go. had them murdered oh yeah this is a great story yeah yeah had them murdered a week before the, the press arrived <laughs> oh yeah and he still treated them better than randy treated elizabeth Great fucking segue. Back to it. The Mega Powers. It is eight months Thank of you. tag team friendship. Ooh, yeah. Say your prayers. Ooh, yeah, dude. Ooh, yeah. SummerSlam. Okay. SummerSlam is great because they say, hey, Liz, we need to spice it up. So we are going to have you dress in a polka dot bikini and imply that you're there to fuck, more than likely, because that will make... Um, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, call you the N-word. <laughs> Nerd. That's what that means. <laughs> All right. Um, they have the match at SummerSlam. Um, is that the match where Liz shows her butt and that distracts Ted DiBiase? I never remember. Yes. Yes, it totally Oh, is. it's so weird. Jesse Ventura is the referee. It's very bizarre. And now we build into the Mega Powers exploding. Saturday night's main event. There's a situation. Oh no, Royal Rumble then Saturday night's main event. Yeah, it's Royal Rumble then Saturday night's main event. Macho Man uh, is accidentally limited by Hogan. They're almost about to fight. Elizabeth gets in the way. Saturday night's main event. Um, Hogan's knocked unconscious. She goes. He, she takes him in the back. Uh, Macho Man gets beaten up. Blames Hogan, and they fight each other in this weird medical bay. Your jealous eye is what he keeps fucking saying. Well, yeah. Well, there, there's obviously some great stuff where it's like. There's some absolutely fantastic uh, stuff in here where, like, they, they win a match. Uh, Hogan hoists Liz on his shoulders and, like, kind of has his hand on her on her boom boom for a second. Um, oh, that is it. That's it. That, that, had, uh, that was at SummerSlam. Apologies. Uh, with a hip. No, yeah. That was exactly it. Sorry. That both things happened. The bloomers, the bloomers and the hip thing happened at the same uh, pay-per-view. Obviously, basically, the whole thing of the feud is he keeps Hogan keeps helping Liz and just leaving the Macho Man to fend for himself. Mm -hmm. um, and rewatching this feud, isn't Hulk Hogan the heel? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's totally this is the best feuds because like it's totally viable that the kid would be like a child would watch this and be like Hulk Hogan just means well. 
And then their dad is watching it like, no, <laughs> he knows what he's doing. You know what I mean? Like, how weird it is that, like, you win a match and then you just host your buddy's wife above your head. Get out of here, Hogan. You got your own ugly wife. Well, that's what's interesting about it is that everyone is already, but they can position it because they know everyone will be on Hogan's side. So no matter what yeah. happens, they're going to put Macho Man in this weird heel position. And what's so weird is they go into WrestleMania five and mm -hmm. they're both face, but it's like everyone knows that at the end of that match, as soon as they touch, Macho Man becomes the bad guy. Is that isn't that the weird? Like it's the weirdest thing. Yeah. Well, it's it's great. It's set up great because. It's Hulk Hogan, obviously Hogan's friends with this, with the dude, but the guy, his friend has the title, so you know there's going to be a match at the end of it, and I don't think I've ever heard this mentioned, but it's also like not a new character trait for Savage to have, to be overprotective of Elizabeth and paranoid, um, so you're playing off an old character trait, so it's always there, you know, like it's kind of always lingering, it's just, oh, he got past it. Oh, no, no, he didn't. So it's really, it's just really good storytelling where the gun is kind of in the drawer from the, from, from go. Like he has the title and he's allowing another guy essentially to like fraternize with Elizabeth, which he does not do. Oh, yeah. So it's like, yeah. And the, just the slow build where, um, there's the, these subtle, subtle, subtle stuff. And of course, he touches her after she takes off. Uh, she takes off her dress to reveal those big, big bloomers. And uh, yeah, in the build to SummerSlam, they uh, they teased that she'd be wearing a bikini, and they they didn't. Eat, and then they did, went, they reneged on the bikini because Savage thought, didn't want that to happen, even though they already had uh, a top selling poster, which was Elizabeth in a bikini. Um, also saying this um this set like the spot was still super effective so like who cares you know what i mean like it was stupid that savage obviously didn't want his wife to wear a bikini but it was still like a seeing legs at that time in wrestling was like crazy so. even if that it was very progressive of him in a way to be like yeah don't objectify my wife yeah yeah even though she wanted it and they all do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i agree with you they're just possessions anyway um go. yeah did it yeah, oh, yeah don't touch don't touch my tv look but don't my boob tv look but don't touch my dick um nice thank you i nailed it so wrestlemania 5 happens hogan beats macho man in i would say what is probably hogan's best wrestlemania match yeah i mean if you're wrestling with a guy who the other thing about hogan where he gets a lot of he gets a lot of flack for obviously his matches not being high quality uh but when you think about the fact that he was always wrestling a guy who was somehow or in some way bigger than he was you can kind of reframe how bad a wrestler he was like how many WrestleMania matches did this guy have where he was with someone who had had a good mat, right? Oh, wow. And it was Savage. What a great... Even the Warrior match was really good. Yeah, but what a great way to look at it. Well, and Warrior hadn't really had any good matches. Warrior had a lot of short Warrior matches. But he had... Yeah. <clears throat> he only had a good match with Hogan. That's a way to really make the Hulkster look good, Dylan. You fucking kiss ass. Ooh, yeah, I'm kissing my, my Lord and Savior Hulk Hogan's ass. If Barack Obama can say it, why can't Hulk Hogan? I have that tattooed on my I chest. I know, it's weird. 
And it's all lowercase with needless punctuation. <laughs> also, that's not just the thing I come up with. That's literally a tweet that uh, Hulk Hogan said after. Because the Obama on Mark Maron episode and the phone calls. Not the phone calls, sorry. I'm thinking of Mel Gibson now. Um, the sex tape where he says the N-word. Hulk Hogan says the N-word came out at pretty much the same time, and Hulk Hogan literally tweeted out, I don't understand why Barack Obama is allowed to say the N-word, but I'm not. <laughs> You've been a wrestler too yeah. long. <laughs> you how, how are. How do you need that explained? Yeah. Why can that black guy not say the word that I shouted him? How- <laughs> hey, I'm saying it right yeah. now. Hey, you, don't use my word. Oh, God, Hulk Hogan. So the mega powers have exploded. Macho Man Randy Savage has picked up a new hot piece named Sensational Sherry. What's going to happen in the second Ooh. half? Is he going to get her pregnant with fucking cowboy hat babies? Is Macho Man going to take it up a notch when it comes to mental abuse of Liz? Is he bitten by a snake? All that and more after the break. After the break. This will be the fastest one as never. Hey, Dylan. Patreon.com backslash wrestle review. Patreon.com backslash wrestle review. Patreon.com backslash wrestle review. Please give us money, get uh, alternate episodes, and you can maybe pick the wrestler we review next, and maybe John will get a Barry Darso tattoo on his lower back. Slut, slut, slut. Shame on your body. One thing we forgot to mention was previous to this, My Bad fat News Brown. Dick. I got fat dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we forgot to mention two things. Uh, Andre the Giant did not did not like working with the macho man because he wore too much baby oil oh yeah and i'm assuming um and also he didn't like the way he treated elizabeth and also uh andre was in constant pain and wearing a back brace and (laughs) macho man just potatoed people a ton like when he hit hogan in the head with a belt during that backstage segment where he finally turned heel uh again he just crushed his head but like that wasn't like a thing like he always just m- mashed people up with any props because he um he uh he wanted everything to look good um but another guy he uh didn't get along with was bad news brown bad news brown one of those guys who did not did not like macho man writing out the whole match so he would just say we'll call it in the ring apparently at an msg house show he uh you know, he couldn't find Macho before their match, so he just walked out the curtain, and he said Elizabeth's back there doing favors to Jack Tunney, and then he was still talking, and then he felt someone punch him in the head, and he thought it was a fan, but it was Randy Savage, <laughs> and Randy Savage <laughs> just <laughs> tried to beat the shit out of him the whole time. <laughs> like that, I, the idea of not seeing a pro wrestler coming, I don't believe. Like there's. There's no way the Macho Man ran down so fast that I don't know. He's, the crowd didn't even recognize him, and there was no warning. Macho Man was one of the people. Like it, it's skipping ahead, but when Macho Man cost the Ultimate Warrior the heavyweight championship title of the world, his run to the ring is so crazy quick at that Royal Rumble. Yeah. Also, by the way, he, the Royal Rumbles before he's great. they decided to make the Royal Rumble match make sense and like before mm-hmm. a title shot at WrestleMania, they before that they were just the weirdest things in the entire world because it's like, who the fuck gives a fuck about anything here? Like, what? No, this doesn't matter. Yeah, it was kind of like winning the King of the Ring, where it's like, oh, you won. Yeah, you. Here's here's like, some made up money. It's like winning the greatest Royal Rumble. Here, yeah, they here, just gave Braun Strowman a statue, and that's exactly. 
That's exactly what the Royal Rumble was before. I didn't realize that, but the Royal Rumble wasn't for a title shot up until like 92 when Flair. No, for, Flair won the title. It wasn't until Yokozuna yeah, yeah. won it in 93. That was the first time it was for a title shot at WrestleMania. Yeah, but they realized it would be a great function for a title kind of in 92 when um, Avi uh, Flair won the title. Because um, of the weird ending of the Undertaker-Hulk Hogan match at Tuesday night, uh, that Tuesday in Texas. Yes, Dylan, we all know that. We all fucking know that. Another mm-hmm. thing I think it's, it's, pretty, uh, it's pretty good to mention is Macho Man did that... WrestleMania match with staff infection, which is like you can die from. Yeah, like it's it's an inf- it's an infection that's very very aggressive. If you guys want to see what staff infection looks like at its absolute worst, look um, at Dylan's I dick. Would recommend this. Look at my asshole. I have two now. Um, just Google Kevin Randleman. No staff infection. No, <laughs> and then just start rubbing your your dick or your pussy. Um. <laughs> I'm not doing any of that. Even though I really want to do that, I'm not doing any of it. Another thing we have to set up uh, if for his post-title run is that Elizabeth never turns on Randy Savage. You never get that. She never is violent at all towards him. Uh, what she does do is abstain from being in either man's corner at WrestleMania uh, between Hogan and uh It's a great point. Savage. Absolutely fucking great point. So she's just like disappointed in her husband more than... yeah anything else randy we'll talk about this in the car on the way home you're yeah. drunk she randy does, you're drunk yeah, and she does start feuding with uh sensational sherry when sensational sherry is put with macho man because she's more she's kind of like a more intense character so it shows obviously that macho man's gone more heel than he ever has before but she and elizabeth specifically feuds with sherry just because, and that also makes sense. Where it's like she's not hurting Randy; she's kind of fighting for Randy. So it's it's a it's really good storytelling to have like an accessory that's a face. So you kind of always see that there's light on the end of the dark side, no matter how evil the guy is getting. You know, that's very interesting, and it's one of those things where it's almost like he's been driven crazy by the jealousy, and he goes away yeah. from her for two years and becomes yeah. the Macho King. This is again, I love every single time. When someone wins the King of the Ring, he gets that title and they become the King version of. Of course, the best version is and will always be King Booker, followed by mm-hmm. King of Hearts Owen Hart, followed mm-hmm. by uh, King of Teen Land, Jerry the King Lawler. <laughs> King of Just Fresh, Jerry yeah. Lawler. King of uh, I Mow My Lawn Down to the Dirt. Jerry Lawler. <laughs> That's gross. But yes. also, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't feel good about it at all. I'm, I'm aggressively licking the microphone right now. <laughs> Mow it down to the dirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they start. They keep on feuding with Hogan, um, and uh, Hogan's out promoting No Holds Barred, so he has matches with Brutus the Barber Beefcake, baby. Um, and uh, Savage is working with Zeus during this time. Uh, oh, yeah. they're teaming. Because this no is full barred. Hogan. I so have the largest dick of all time. Fucked. Yeah. Yeah. You know this guy whose gimmick is that he's a barber? 
Well, <laughs> he's now one of the strongest characters in the company. I'm Hulk Hogan, and my friends will be rich, which is cool, but, you know. And um, so Savage is teaming with Zeus, and one of the things Zeus wanted people to keep in mind was that he's not gay. <laughs> that was one of the things he mentioned to Bruce Richard. <laughs> They're like, is anything, uh, is anything you need to know before you go out there? And he's like, I'm not gay. And um, he was like, all right, well, we'll write that down. Because uh, <laughs> obviously, of course, it's the early 90s and it's still fine to not like things um, because uh, they are gay. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and Zeus wants everyone to know that he's not gay. So just keep that in mind. And he's like the worst wrestler of all time. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Um, where the fuck did they find Tony Tiny Lister? And thank fuck that they did. <laughs> also, this is something pointed out by, my, by a friend of mine, which is it's always fun to imagine that Tony Tiny Lister is Zeus in The Dark Knight. When boat and they, he takes the key away and he throws it out the fucking window then they're like that's Zeus and Zeus finally he finally made amends <laughs> so great Zeus finally had that baby face turn you know what I mean so obviously uh, Macho Man has just lost uh, a series of matches to Hogan so they want to rehab him a bit uh, he feuds over the title king with Jim Duggan because Jim Duggan won uh, the title King off of Haku at a house show. Also, uh, I really like the idea of Jim Duggan being King. <laughs> king oh, yeah. Jim Duggan. Mm. What are we going to do? He keeps Toilet eating the so crown. I can drink the water too. Yeah. Um, here's the crazy thing. If he hadn't been fucking uh, caught with coke and weed in the Iron sh- Coke, weed, and the Iron Sheik in that fucking goddamn fucking turnpike it would be so fucking different he i think because he was apparently just like a like a bruiser like beat the fuck out of the world uh wrestler for jim uh, for uh, bill watts and then that all happened and he was never the same yeah he's kind of like he's just holding the flag but that's how vince tried to make him a huge baby face was like this guy this guy brings wood and a flag, and look at him. He might, uh, he might have a mental handicap. Look at him go. Yeah. No, it's it's dead. It's like, oh, he's got boogers on his face during WrestleMania three. Everyone's uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, he's. Uh, things would be very, very different. I don't know how far they would have gone with Duggan, just because he just kind of plays too dopey, and the way he like moves around the ring is like that running walk type style. But they definitely are kind of trying on. He's like a one A guy, like you know, he's he is the definition of like an upper mid card guy, where they'll he'll lose, he'll win three times but lose once. And here's one of the times he loses, um, obviously to uh, Macho Man. We switch into a feud with uh, Dusty Rhodes, and um, good lord, uh, halfway through this, do they just stop wanting Dusty Rhodes to be in the company? Yeah, holy god, are they like? My God, Macho, we found someone we hate more, and for some reason we've dressed him in the tightest pink polka dot shirts ever. That said, um, it gives an opportunity for Miss Elizabeth to come back. They go around the house show loop with a and um, uh, Sensational Sherry and Macho Man versus Sweet Sapphire and Dusty Rhodes in a mixed tag. Um, with Brother Love on the outside and Miss Elizabeth as sort of a counter. This culminates in them doing a mixed tag at WrestleMania 6, 
where Miss Elizabeth comes out and fuck me is the reaction of Macho Man so great um, in the whole thing. Now, keep in mind, at every house show they had done this, so the match was meticulously rehearsed and organized, and still, just there, baby, baby, number one, a number one, me and my man, we got the car, and we fucking run a train on Sweet Sapphire, even though I think that was a mirror. Um... Yeah, then that match is fucking spectacular for a weird mixed tag. Because I always find mixed tags really interesting and strange because the, you can't um, you can't ever add the um, the thing with every tag match, which is having two on one like team up and then a hot tag. Yeah, it's like no, it's just this one fights with this one and then the other one fights the other one. Like it just yeah, it doesn't work the same way. Yeah, you kind of have to work out the dynamics uh, between the wrestlers individually each time. Like there was a really good one in the intergender uh tag match where it was braun Strowman and alexa bliss versus uh jimmy uso and um naomi and basically the story of the match is if braun Strowman gets in the ring he will murder <laughs> jimmy uso so it's just naomi keep on trying to tag jimmy to mm-hmm. try and save her husband from certain death but this is the great thing about dusty Rhodes, where it's like i don't think anyone really puts this together but dusty Rhodes had the same gimmick as Fandango, essentially, at this point, where it's like, this fat guy wants to dance, and Macho Man's like, I hate that. Like, that was the whole storyline. <laughs> Stop dancing. Stop your goddamn dancing. <laughs> well, I just want to dance. Stop it. That's the whole thing. And once again, we're playing off the fact that Miss Elizabeth is um, trying to get Macho Man to come to his senses, where Macho Man is a heel, but it's only, like... It's kind of this weird thing where it's, like, it's only through Sherry, and it gets Sherry over as this, like... They basically portray her almost as, like, a wit. She's a Jezebel, but a Jezebel. He would have uh, got the hug of a method man. But, yeah, they, they basically run out of uh, patience for Dusty Rhodes... Um, once they kind of come to the conclusion this guy's never going to be a, a champion and we've kind of got what we want out of him, um, and they they then pivot into a million-dollar man versus Dusty Rhodes feud after uh, they the million-dollar man attacks Dustin Rhodes outside of the ring because uh, they kind of see a bunch of upside with Dustin, which obviously good they, it's good they did that because uh, he's still fucking wrestling. It's he's so right crazy there. that gold dust um was not at the greatest royal rumble i can see why uh why because his uh, his character's too homoerotic no no why do you think then too much like a woman mate oh yeah that's not the exact same thing you dumb bitch no it's not the exact same thing being homosexual and being not a only are you dumb you're a bitch about it oh not only are you not woke you are a cuck <laughs> Deserved. <laughs> Woken Matt Hardy. Woken John Hastings. Yo, I just think that, like, here's Woken Matt Hardy. Have you heard about all these shootings by the cops? We need to do something about this. That's the real Woken Matt Hardy. He works for Jezebel.com. So, Macho Man wants a title shot. Sherry is sent to basically say to the Ultimate Warrior, I will suck your dick if you give the Macho King <laughs> a title shot. It is the weirdest interview in the entire world. She's literally bent at uh, the Ultimate Warrior's dick, talking into his yeah. dick, and saying, "Yeah, give him a title shot." And Macho Man slide uh, me that snake because Daddy wants some gold. Ultimate Warrior yells no so loud. Uh, he ends up taking on Sergeant Slaughter. 
Macho King interferes, smokes him with a, the fucking scepter. Great. And costs him the belt. This is how you put over a heel fucking champion. Fuck me, does the entire crowd want to set Sergeant Slaughter on fire? And it really shows that the business had dropped significantly because this does not sell WrestleMania. So, like, Sergeant Slaughter, whatever you want to say about him, was over as a bad guy. He was over like Rover, eating from a stover. Yes. Uh, yes, because he was like... <laughs> I want American troops to die. Like that yeah. was that was his character. Yeah, that's where <laughs> like, it, it went a bit too far. Him and Muhammad Hassan are like the characters that had the most heat on them ever because of course they did because they're essentially their characters was if people in America die, if civilians die, that's good and fine with me. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> oh, we forgot about another. There's another really fun story where apparently uh, Roddy Piper got super drunk at a at a at a dinner they all had. What? And uh, then he was walking away. He was just wearing track pants, and someone pulled his track pants down a bit, and they all laughed. And then Piper turned around to the table and went, "Oh, you want to see it here? It is." And just showed his dick to everybody, <laughs> and then pulled it up, and then laughed, and then. And then Macho Man started, like, later started just attacking him in the backstage area. <laughs> and he was like, you were doing that to Liz, weren't you? He was like, no, I was just, I wanted everyone to see my dick. <laughs> Liz was incidental. I think you're mixing up uh, cause with intent here. I just, do you want to see it? <laughs> I don't think I've ever loved a story more than a man getting up from a table. Oh, no, my track pants. Uh, I, I know what I'll do in this embarrassing situation. <laughs> show you the rest of it. Show my friends my dick. Yeah. Why are you watching the preview? You can see the whole movie. But this is also, by the way, something that I've noticed about people that grew up in extreme poverty or who grew up extremely wealthy. For straight, you straight men, they just will show you their dick. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows that guy who just whipped his dick out at parties. Like, this is my joke. <laughs> this is my thing I have. <laughs> One of my closest friends has the most ludicrously large penis I've ever seen. And Me. No, it's not you. You it, Listen, it, like, it comes out and it's, it, it's like this in the air. Um, this is an audio podcast. Uh, it, I know. Say like this. <laughs> I, I just dumb dumb. I smoke the microphone into a fucking drawer. That's why it'll the, the podcast listeners will understand. So it means it's like a it's like when you hit something. Yeah, mate. It's really fucking good. It's a great joke that you've ruined. Much like the Macho Man ruined the Ultimate Warrior's title reign. Boom. Back no, to the didn't. episode. Yes, he did. Made it. Did he? You fuck. Mm-hmm. So what we're building Once up again, towards... Once again, delivers a great match. We're building up towards Macho Man versus Ultimate Warrior at WrestleMania 7. Um, now, um, spoiler alert, Macho Man loses. We'll get to the match in a second. No. Do, you, do you know why Macho Man um, ah, uh, lost this match and retired? What he was wanting to do? He wanted to get off steroids and cream pie Liz until they had a bay bay. 100%. Which, imagine this man is a father. Who the fuck's... 
You're no one fucks my baby but me. <laughs> oh no! You stay away from him, Jerry Lawler. Oh yeah, you're dick. Um, you're my enemy now. <laughs> oh, could you do that to me? You're dead. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna lock your mom in the room, and you're gonna be in the. Oh, yeah, let, me tell you, let me tell you some. Oh, yeah. I will fuck all your friends for this. I will go to jail. Oh, no, it's gone too far. Also, you turned Macho Man into Sid pretty suddenly. Yeah, I really did. Yeah, they're pretty close, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're very close. Oh, yeah. Loud, loud, quiet. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Macho Man and the Ultimate Warrior have a, a fantastic match, really. And... Bacho Man does like hits a warrior with five elbow drops. Also kicks out of Macho's or Ultimate Warrior's finisher once, but five elbow drops. They have a match where it is a great match, but it's the classic Vince McMahon. We're gonna go and do something that we would never do with anyone else. Of course, it's a good match. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you're in with Macho Man. And we're allowing you to just kick out of finishers, which never happens on TV. Like, people never, ever see people kick out of... And also, this match was fucking crazy in that the amount of finishers they kick out of. He kicked out of five. Very much... Yeah. This is very much a 2000s match, but in the early 90s. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. And it's so back and mm. forth. It's so interesting. At a certain point, the Ultimate Warrior is literally talking to God about whether or not he should lose the match. It's insane. He finally, yeah. by the way, beats him. It's such a good fucking match. And the postpart is Sherry gets in the ring, attacks Macho King. Sherry is run off by Dylan. Me. Dylan runs them off. Yes, correct. By uh, Elizabeth getting <laughs> in the ring. got married. Yeah. By getting in the ring and chasing off that Jezebel Harlot sensational Sherry. Oh my god, it's the best thing in the world. Yeah, the pop for this is insane. Oh, it's so fucking nuts. And it, and people are crying, and, and by people I mean Dylan. And it's kind of like, oddly, what they did with Nakamura this past WrestleMania, where it's like, yes, Macho Man just lost this huge match, but he is renewed because he's a babyface again. Yeah. All you have to do Great point. is have a change Great character, fucking point. you get a new lease on life, and that's exactly what they do with Macho Man. Yeah, it's fucking fantastic. It still makes me hard. <laughs> it must it must be weird for Macho where it's like he's gotten the top spot at a couple WrestleManias, but it's always kind of the same story where it's like like even his crowning so he obviously loses the Hogan match, but even his crowning achievement, um winning that title in the tournament, he needs Hulk Hogan's help. You know what I mean? Like they just won't let him go over strong really. Like, totally, absolutely strong. Like, the finish of that WrestleMania 4 match could have been Andre tries to interfere. Hogan stops that. Randy wins in a fair, in a fair, like, fight, essentially, against the Million Dollar Man. But instead, Hogan comes in, hits DiBiase with a chair. Then Randy drops the elbow and he wins. And it's just like, just that little neutering of Macho Man, Mm -hmm. I feel like is why and everyone at the time being jealous of him being uh the champ and how good life is for him for me that's like like they they do this thing where they neuter people because you can only have one true number one but it's like people can just win matches honestly as well you don't need to like pre-neuter someone 
And then if the numbers go down a bit, you're like, oh, why are the numbers going down a bit? It's like, well, because on your TV, you you didn't have this guy like truly win against Ted DiBiase, a guy who always kind of loses, you know? Yeah, 100%. And after the five elbow drops, it's like, yeah, it's great. He's a baby face, but like, where do you go? I mean, he's in the... He's in that he's in that like legacy um he's in that legacy spot where you can't really do anything to hurt the macho man cuz he's the fucking macho man. But after five elbows like what do you really do with this guy? Um also uh he's like one of the only people who actually got along with the Ultimate Warrior well, yeah, because he said that we are uh, both crazy. Yeah, cuz they're both nuts. Yeah, it's fucking great. It's really fucking adorable. And then they were best friends. And then they fucked. Um, no, but it's also one of the things you could see it is that they're paranoid and weird. They were protected their spot. And they also could relate in that they're both the people that are like, we're both the number two to Hogan. Yeah. Yeah. Even though at this point, at this point, it kind of would have behooved Macho to be friends with uh, the warrior because he's the successor to Hogan. And although Hogan's going along with it, quote unquote, he's not really like he's trying to figure out a way that to get right back in there at all costs. Yeah, to get right back in there, which for sure. But and I'm sure like there's a certain amount of respect that comes with uh, Ultimate Warrior being a guy who like knows he kind of has the upper hand and won't kind of play ball. You've got WCW there anyway. Like mm-hmm. that makes any sense. Yeah. If any of that makes any fucking sense. Um, oh, here's a, this is a fun update on how they messed with, uh, Macho Man's very clear OCD. As Bruce Pritchard said, Macho Man was so high strung, sometimes they would just move his towel and he would freak out. It's like, of course, because he had that towel specifically folded months in advance because the towel goes at this angle. And if it doesn't, then his whole world collapse. So they all thought that was very funny, and I'm sure Liz was locked in a closet for an extra full day because they did that fun prank to him. No oh God. All right, are we going with best and worst for this episode, or do you want to continue um, what mental disorder best uh, sums up um, this period of the Macho Man Randy Savage's career? <laughs> ah, let's do both. Why not? All right. I'm going to go with... Uh, Extreme anxiety caused by abandonment issues. Explain. He is abandoned by uh, Elizabeth, so he becomes a different man for two years and is anxious about it, so he reacts physically by attacking people. Ooh. Yeah, that was the other thing. In the big Hogan breakup angle, they weren't even live yet (laughs) when they were filming, and Macho Man was already lighting into Hogan because he really was like, why the fuck did you touch her there? Yeah, of course. And also Hogan, when they went to go do it again, isn't ready. So he's just like, what? No, bye. <laughs> he's nuts, man. Um, yeah, I guess extreme abandonment issues. I still think just OCD. Like, the guy clearly has OCD and uh, and has self-esteem issues. Like, that's the only reason anyone would be that overprotective he's of someone they lamb. care about john that's the only reason there's this he's such a poor little boy i think i mean we'd be remiss if we didn't do best and worst because we've now kind of completed macho man's prime years this is his first retirement no no yeah well this is towards the end of his prime you you should say that then this is the peak of him like as a draw because mm-hmm. we did the mega powers explode he was already the champ like this is the peak of him as a draw all right, I'll give That's you that. That's just a fact. Yeah, maybe. Um, uh, I think the best thing the best thing about the guy is, like, his promos were never as good as they were during this era because everything like had to make more sense. 
Like, it was... Heel Macho Man was the best because he could kind of just go say a bunch of bullshit. But this is Macho Man, like, you understand, he's, like, one of the favorite guests on Arsenio Hall as well. Because mm-hmm. Arsenio Hall's regularly having wrestlers on. Because Arsenio Hall Macho Man loves wrestling and loves also is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, and loves the Macho Man because, like, Hogan will come out and, you know, he'll be Hulk Hogan, say your prayers, drink your fire, whatever... And the Macho Man will just, like, say a bunch of weird shit yeah. that the whole crowd Ooh, can laugh yeah. at because that's what people want out of wrestling. Like, Macho Man's what people want out of wrestling. I'll cover you in Vaseline, and I'll slide you inside. What? <laughs> yeah. But Ooh, they just yeah. want, like, silly fun, what I think, you know? Yeah, um, totally. I don't know, man. His overall work rate's the best. I think the worst thing about him is how he's treated Elizabeth. But then you probably think that's the best thing about him, right, John? The best thing about him is that he puts his woman in his place. No, the best thing about him is... is um. Um, he's the most unique uh, wrestler uh, in wrestling. He's the most interesting. Watching him is the best at this point in, in in wrestling. Like it's so much fun. It's so dynamic. Every match is different. He's fucking great. Uh, and worst thing about him is uh, switches from bandana to hat to hats. And I preferred him with the bandana at this point. He does switch to hats, doesn't he? Yeah, I don't like that. If that, you, if you're big. the if you're the king, wear a crown, not a cowboy hat. Come on. Oh, that's the other thing, too. This is the end of shirt off, Macho Man. Rest of his career, shirt, from this point forward. People forget about that. He uh, this is he gets off steroids to try and have a, a bay-bay with Liz, and from the rest of time forward, it's tassels and shirt Macho Man for the rest of uh, his career. But we got some great stuff coming up. Uh, this is his, uh, his feud with Ric Flair will be coming up. Uh, this was released. His WCW run, his TNA time. Oh, it's going to be great. Oh, no, both of his feuds with Ric Flair. Uh, the feuds where he uh, are coming up next week, The both fun feuds. And, uh, yeah, and that's the end of uh, this Macho Man episode. Uh, next week, we'll, of course, be talking about his time uh, towards the end of the WWF run. And the start of his WCW run before Hogan comes in and everything gets weird. You mean a- uh, mean after Hogan comes in because Hogan was already there, you fucking idiot? Was he already there? Yeah. And also next week. No, Macho Man was Macho Man came uh, Macho Man came a couple months before Hogan. Before Hogan. Do you you wanna believe that, you fucking idiot? Are you fucking stupid? Look it up right now. I can tell you exactly. Macho Man debuted in WCW at the Starcade where Hulk Hogan was facing Ed Leslie, and he was either going to be there to shake his hand or slap his face. That's not true. That's 100% true. I don't believe that for a second. Okay, don't believe it. Just look it up and be wrong. Okay, I'm looking it up right now. Good. Take longer, too, by the way. Take longer. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm doing I misspelled Macho Man, and I wrote Zed. I'm Stupid. Okay, yeah, he was uh, he was there ahead of uh, Savage. That yeah. sucks. Yeah, you suck. Dicks. You were right once. Congrats. Congrats, right fuckface. I'm right all the fuck fucking face, big head time. Shit face. Um. So next week, uh, yeah, we'll do we'll do that one. It'll be fun stuff. Uh. Also, if you're listening to this, I have an album taping at the Underground Comedy Club in Toronto. Uh, add me on Twitter, at Dylan Gott, for more info. Uh, it'll be starting at 9 p.m. next Friday, May 4th. YOLO. John, what are you doing, you stupid bitch? Embra tickets are on sale. If you're coming to the Embra Festival, come to my show. John Hastings floats like a butterfly. John Hastings like a bee. Uh, at the Pleasant's Courtyard. Bitch. Come see it.
Dylan's not going to Edinburgh because he's developed a problem with being fun. So, ladies and gentlemen, for Dylan God, I'm John Hastings saying, Ooh, yeah, respect your women, unlike me. Get into it! Snap into a YOLO. Goodbye. Goodbye. All right, with me at this time, Vince is the number one challenger and the former Intercontinental Champion, Macho Man Randy Savage, along with his manager, the lovely Elizabeth. You know, Macho Man, in recent weeks you have been living in a whirlwind of, of threats and conflicts. I like that, Mangino. Yeah, you must be psychic. You can see inside the Macho Man's head. Yeah, maybe I've been in a whirlwind. I've been in a cyclone. In fact, I've been in the danger zone. Yeah, I've been in the danger zone east of the Pacific Ocean, west of London, England, south of Mars, and north of hell. Yeah, 30 days and 30 nights, and all I've had for nourishment is fighting this mouth of the South Bell. Yeah! Listen to the glorious and soothing music of the real Elvis Presley. Not that dime store imitation Elvis, yeah, that doesn't know the difference between a guitar string and a G-string, yeah. <laughs> that's no, funny. No, that's not funny, yeah. Everybody is super serious in the danger zone. One must only think of uh, the glory of victory, yeah. For Macho Madness in the danger zone. Elizabeth, we're entering the danger zone right now. Together, we're walking down that aisle. It's cool, yeah. The time this down means in Oakland, Macho Madness into the danger zone. Yeah. All right, I thank you. I am danger zone. Yeah. Seen a more determined Macho Man, Randy Savage. This is going to be the match of a lifetime. Let's go back to you, Vince. Oh, yeah, Hulk Hogan, I remember way back when, when the mega powers were bonded, yeah. You made a lot of promises to the Macho Man, didn't you? Promises that you didn't keep. I remember one specific one, yeah. You promised that Elizabeth would never be in a dangerous position. You broke that promise, didn't you, Hulk Hogan? And who had to come in and make that critical save? The Macho Man, Randy Savage, covering Burl Hogan again. Can't believe it in moving. Oh no, they're taking it. What's he gonna do with a handcuff? What are they gonna do with Elizabeth? They have no right to touch her. They She's have no in right the to ring. put their hands on her. They got Elizabeth cuffed. They're gonna bring her to justice too, as well as Hogan. The big boss man screaming at her, yelling at her. Wait a minute. Randy Savage tearing hand, reach in the ring, swings at the big boss man. Randy Savage cleaning house. Hogan, I only come down to your matches when it's absolutely necessary. When you're down and out. That's the kind of rules I play by. But you, you play by different rules. Yeah, you gotta get in your grandstanding and your hot dogging, don't you? Yeah! I remember a time when I wrestled the king, too. And in fact, I hit boss men on the outside of the ring just like you. The only difference was I was doing real good, yeah. I was styling out there like a champion, yeah. But Guess who shows up for no reason at all to get his grandstanding and hot dogging in? You, man. You, Hulk Hogan, yeah. You just couldn't stand to sit back with your feet up and watch the champion in action. Well, look at this, prima donna. Randy Savage Not only are you a hot dog,
grandstand or a showboat and a prima donna, but you're a liar too. In fact, I remember a time where we stood in front of the man that does nothing but lie, Brother Love, and you told some of the biggest lies that I've ever heard of in my whole life. I love him like a brother. It's a lie, Hulk Hogan, and that's enough to get me hot. But what you said to Elizabeth is enough to get me to the boiling point. Yeah! I love Elizabeth. Hulk Hogan, you say you love Elizabeth? I got news for you, man. I got news for you. Elizabeth is going to be in the corner of the Macho Man Randy Savage at WrestleMania 5. Yeah. And let me tell you something. You say you love me like a brother. Well, listen to this, Hulk Hogan. I hate you. I hate your guts. And that's what's going to be left all over the mat after WrestleMania 5.